0: Good evening, my rabbi, Isai. and we begin by new Perek Perek Shlishi. Moving along here, in Avodas Alakim, we discussed in the beginning the whole premise of Avodas Alakim is Hakaras Sativ, as we have to people who do us favors, and then we have to translate into that to Takhorish Baruchu, and we explain that we have this in two fronts. Number one, from a Seichel standpoint, that just the the moral and logical approach to receiving something good would obligate us to give back, would obligate us to recognize and appreciate. And then there was a second facet, another front, and that was that of the hora HaToyriyah, that the Torah itself implores us to recognize all of this good from Hashem and therefore obligates us to serve Hashem. Besides any of the details that we have to know, of how to do it. That, of course, we need the Torah for, but we even need the Torah just to even to awaken us to this idea. And he explained why do we need both of them. And in Perak Bayes we learned three different reasons of why we need the Torah itself to bring up this idea of this obligation. And you can't leave it up to the seichel, even though, as we'll explain now, as he explained before, really the level of the seichel in terms of sheer obligation. And what's going to motivate us is even a higher level than that of the Torah. So we begin Perak Shlishi. But how do we define what Aveides Hashem is? How do we explain, give a definition what avodah is, service to Hashem, and the different facets of it? And in these different areas, of serving Hashem, let's understand what has higher priority to it, what kind of levels they're at. So number one, Avoida, really to define what Avoidas Hashem is Kiniyas It's the recognition, it's the subjugation, it's the feeling humble. From the person who has received good to the one who has given that good. The kiniyas misha feeling a sense of humility to the one, the person who is receiving all that is good, feeling in a sense much lower, feeling humbled, feeling beholden to the one who has given that good. And how does that kenya play out? How does that feeling of lowliness, that feeling of humility, feeling small that I've been the recipient from this one who has given me good, from this matev? how does that play out? How does that feeling express itself? With doing good in repayment for that good, in accordance with the person's ability. Obviously our ability to give the good back to Akarj Baruch Hu pales in in contrast to what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us. It's not even a contest. It's it's impossible. It's impossible even the the maybe even one small taiva that Hashem does for us, even if we would live a thousand years, we wouldn't be able to repay Hashem back. And that Hashem understands. The Khomasabas is telling us therefore it's only Kefiyyta, in as much as we can. Yeah i mean it's like the the example that khamisababa has given already and we'll use this example again of that of a father or mother to a child right how how much good has the parent given the child even before it was born and taking care of it through years and years and providing and feeding and sheltering and protecting it and guiding it this child how much has it received it's probably safe to say that the child can never really repay back the parent for all the parent has done for the child, but doesn't accept the child because of that, but rather it behooves the child to say, I have to do at least what I can to reciprocate, what I can do for all the good that I receive from my parents. So that is the idea of Avodah Hashem. Avoida means that we are machnia. We put ourselves in a, in a sense, in a framework, and a that we are the recipients, and that gives us a sense of humility that we have received good from someone else, in this case, HaKadosh Baruch and we feel low in terms of that person, we feel small, we feel beholden to that person, and therefore we reciprocate by trying to do at least what we can to do good for that, for that person, that native. But Tevay Sheik al by reciprocating that good in accordance with what the person can do. That is what Kinea is. Let us pause here for a moment and just uh, to say something that's a beautiful word from the Say for my great Zayde. Something he writes at the beginning of Parsha's Bahar, but it's still applicable, even though Parsha's Bahar was a week and a half ago, but it's still applicable because it's, pertains to Shavuos, Teirah, the Yom Tev of Shavuos, and as well Shemitah. The famous Rashi at the beginning of Parshas Bahar where the Torah says, V'idam Roshel Ma'Mesha bahar Sinai Lema. Hashem told the mitzvah of Shemitah to B'nai Yisrael on Har Sinai. Says Rashi, Ma'nyin Shemitah, Eitzel Har Sinai. What does Shemitah have to do with Har Sinai? Why does the Torah have to point out this was given on Har Sinai? So Rashi tells us that just like Shemitah was given on Ar-Sinai, and all of the details, and we'll say even you know, all of the reasons behind it, so too all the mitzvahs are given on Ar-Sinai. Samsefer says so beautifully, he connects this piece in Chavis Avavis. He says that Chavis Avavis writes in the beginning of Perigimal of Sha'avidah Salikim, that is l'fanav exactly like we just learned. The idea, the definition of Avadah, how does, what does aveda mean? That we feel a sense of humility. We feel a sense of obligation because of recognizing that we've gotten from somebody else, in this case Hashem, and therefore we feel knia. We feel humble and subjugated to that person. Shiflos even. So, says the Chassab Seva like this. We know that really, one of the reasons that Hashem gave the Torah on Har Sinai was really to teach this idea. There were many great mountains, Har Tovar, Har Carmel, that were big, looked very impressive, big mountains. And Chazal, the way Chazal described it in the Gemara, that they felt, we deserve the Torah to be given on us. The Torah is such a great thing. The Torah comes from the upper world. It should be given on great, strong, big mountains. And Hashem says, no, not giving it on them, because I want to teach everybody a lesson. This Torah is... The the greatest teva, the greatest good that we got from Hashem is the Torah itself, and therefore Hashem gave it on a low mountain, because to that, to to understand that this world that we're in, we have an obligation to serve Hashem from this feeling of lowliness, this feeling of that we have received. It's not us that have been given that 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 are, that are giving. It's not us that are the ones who are doing or producing. It's all Hashem, but He gave it to us, and that gives us a sense of kniya, of humility, just like Harsinai. Just like Harsinai, in a sense, represents the humility, represents the humble person that was the humble mountain. We, we have to learn the lesson from Harsinai. That's what the Gemara tells us in Sayyidah And as well, Shemitah teaches us that idea. Because Shemitah says, you think this is your land? You've been working on it for six years? You may have made millions from all of the work that you've done on your field. But Hashem says, I want you to recognize that all of that was only my giving you. That all that was my benefiting you with all of the produce that you've been able to do with all of your parnasa. And to prove that, I say now, Hashem says, leave the land. You're like nobody else. You're no different than anybody else. You're not this great Mongol. You're not this great rich landowner. But rather, you're like the ger, you're like any other foreigner. You're like even the Chaya Sasoda. They can take wherever they want, and people can take from wherever they want. It's all hefker. It all is ownerless in this year. And that instills a tremendous amount of humility in a person. So, some says, therefore, we equate Shemitah and Har Sinai to bring out this point of Aveda Sashem. What is Aveda Hashem? It's this understanding that we get off our high horse and think, huh, we're so great, look how much we do. Look how much we've accomplished. It's all, take a step back and say, it's all from the grace of Hashem. It's all that He gives us everything. He gives us life. He gives us health. He gives us parnosa. He gives us our family. He gives us everything. And that should make us feel like, well, we, we feel small. We feel indeed shuffle. We feel low. What can I do? Hashem says, this is what you can do. Do as much as you can back for our Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's what we have to do. And it says... The says, and it really doesn't matter if this person is like the king Gadol, who wears royal clothing, royal begotten, or he's a rich person, or he's only given a little bit, but he still is the recipient of Hashem's greatness. And therefore, everyone is obligated, the poor and the rich alike, all obligated, because everyone is receiving goodness. Some may, th- you may think, well, that person has more goodness. But if we look closely and honestly at our own lives, we know that we are the recipients of a tremendous taivus. Even if we don't have as much as the next fellow. Even if it's not as smart, we're not as strong, we're not as rich as the next person. But even in what we have, a tremendous amount, and that obligates us to serve Hashem. So now, says the Chavos of us, this is just the definition. Okay, this is the definition of... Keniyah. And in this definition of Keniyah, this understanding of which is Keniyah, which is feeling humble and therefore having to serve Hashem, that itself divides up into two different paths. We can divide it up into two different aspects. One is a feeling of Keniyah, one is a feeling of humility that we say we must serve Hashem. Keniyah Ruhus Afraid of punishment. Hope and longing for reward. Behechrich v'chazka. So the first aspect of, I really feel indebted to Hashem. I really feel that everything that I've received from Hashem, I must do back from Hashem. And it could be out of a sense of, because I don't want Him to punish me. And I want reward, because I know Hashem is much greater than the person. And if everything I receive from Him, it's cannot be taken for granted. And if I don't pay Hashem back, Maybe I'll be punished. Maybe I won't get the reward. So there's a sense of serving Hashem with that recognition of lowliness, that recognition of humility, and if I must serve Hashem for everything He has given me, because if not, there may be consequences. So that's obviously a much lower level of bringing out this knia, this humility and this recognition that Hashem does everything. It is a lower level, but it's still a level. It still gets us to serve Hashem. And of the Kneav hechrich, the the that we're sort of compelled to do it because of the consequences that we don't have to that we don't want to either have or not have in terms of reward and punishment. The The second level, It's a sense of humility and obligation out of the understanding there's a responsibility. It's a khiva. It's it's necessary. It's an understanding that it, I am obligated to and that it's it's a chiv uh, on my part. It's an obligation on my part. Vidin and it's, it's, it's logical, and it demands my doing for HaKadosh Baruch And that is the G-d that I have to exalt and make great, even if it has nothing to do with me, even though I'm not going to get schar, I'm not going to get a that I won't be reward of punishment. But just that understanding that someone who has given me good, I must reciprocate, I must thank, I must exalt him. I must make him great, I must thank and praise him. And he explains. That's the first idea that we explain. Like we explained that really that comes from a sense of reward and punishment, both in this world and the next. And we have in the Torah itself, if you listen to my laws, you'll have everything good. And if you don't, then... Tragedy and suffering be before you. So the Torah itself speaks in those terms. And that's a lower level. That's just something that simply the person, once he's learned the Torah, and he has a clear mind, a clear thing, he says, of course I'm obligated to serve Hashem. Of course I must do. Hashem does so much for me at every split second. Of course I'm obligated to Even with them, I wouldn't get reward. I wouldn't get punishment. I must serve Hashem with that understanding. And that's the higher level. That is implanted within the cycle of a person. And really, with this innate within a person, he has that ability to get to that point. Sometimes we lose focus. And that's why he said we need the Torah. So, this is how he explains it. And he says. Both of these are praiseworthy ways of feeling that humility and feeling the obligation to serve Hashem. And they'll save us and give us the right path to the next world. One really brings upon the other one. We start with the Torah and that brings us to the him. As we'll see in from tomorrow night. We'll have to hold it here, but we'll explain this last, this last paragraph we did. We'll go over it tomorrow night. Agutenacht.